Podcast. The extent in which an individual shows up in their full creation, abundance, and manifestation energy is also impacts us. So by you, beautiful listener of this podcast, by you taking all these laws and implementing them, you're also doing that for us. That's also why we are pulled to people that are in this energy because not just because we want it, but also at a very deep level, we know we are it. Welcome to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. This podcast is meant to encourage you to connect within so you can share your light with the world. And now, here's your host, Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Welcome, mystical beautiful spiritual beings back to the cosmic love antenna this is your weekly installment of your inner connection to your outer expression where i your host harrison set the loving intention to pull back the space needed to dive into the layers restricting health alignment and love and today's episode is another solo episode with just me just me and my big loving heart with you, the beautiful tribe and listeners out there. And today's episode is a, another intention-full, love-full dive into a specific topic to really help you with. Right? That's what these solo episodes are for. These are these are really knowledge-based, education-based, wisdom-based, love-based chats to help you in a more nuanced and specialized way if you get some value out of this conversation today as always i'd encourage you to share this episode far and wide with your friends your family members your lovers remember you can always go over to apple and spotify leave your feedback your comments your perspectives this helps me shine my light out there into the world a little bit more And if you're interested in this topic at large today that we'll go into and i'll break down here in a second remember that this is what I do in the world as a mentor, a healer, and a coach. Part of this topic today is how I help you activate this abundance creation energy inside of you, connected to the love and talent that you are. So if you're looking for this extra kind of support in your world, reach out to me. I have some coaching slots for the next month opening up and would be interested in having a chat if you're feeling the pull. With all that said, today's chat is part two of my Manifesting Abundance and Creation Energy episode. I'd highly recommend you go back and listen to part one, right, to give a bit more context. What I'm going to go into today is a breakdown of manifestation, abundance, and creation energy. I'll be breaking down the rest of the 15 keys to help you with this topic today. It's going to be, I'm going to connect it back to the cosmic love antenna that you are and unlocking more of your potential, more of your manifesting ability and everything in between. So tune in, open that heart, and we're going to get deep as always. Before we get started, I want to share a beautiful review from one of you lovely souls out there in the tribe. Again, these reviews really help the show grow and I appreciate and I read every single one. And the beautiful review today is from the lovely A. Klassen 21. And A. Klassen shares, Harrison has a beautiful gift. You can truly feel the energy coming through the podcast. 
Harrison is such a grounded being who has a wonderful gift for helping others awaken to what's possible. I enjoy his interviews and the insights he pulls from guests. Thank you, my friend. I'm happy that the expression and the frequency of my heart is coming through. And like I said, I'm so grateful for these reviews and these feedback when they come in. So keep them coming. And I love you all very much. I appreciate your perspectives, feedback, and your appreciation for the show and all the work that I'm doing. All right. So with all of that, let's get into the topic today. What I'm going to do is give a quick summary of the resource that I'll be referencing from that I'd highly encourage you to go back and read if you haven't already. This powerful resource is by the beautiful Greg Braden, two books here. The first book is The Spontaneous Healing of Belief. And then the second is The 15 Keys to Conscious Creation, right? These are the keys and elements that I'm adding my perspective, my views, and my experience on today. So I'd highly recommend like the first part of this series, go listen, read that book and listen to that book on Audible if you have not already, and it'll really add more context to what we're talking about here today. Also a reminder, just for people that are really long-term listeners of this show, or you've listened to a lot of the chats we've had about inner child and ancestral healing and entities and all the mystical spiritual chats that we have, when we connect to our manifestation abundance and creation energy that is our love frequency our love frequency is made of the same thing at the very essence of what we are that is creation energy so your love antenna your love frequency your love connection that you move through that is creation energy just to make this very clear it's the same thing that we're talking about here say the extent in which you connect to your deeper space of spiritual love is also the extent in which you start manifesting, connecting to abundance and playing with your creation energy. So just a very important point to be mindful of. Let's now get into the rest of the 15 keys here. So I'm going to, what I'm going to do just for people that may have missed the first part, I'm going to very quickly read the first eight keys and then we're going to dive into the rest of them after this okay just to get you just to get you excited <laughs> just to get you excited for uh, the rest of them so i'm going to read the first eight and then we'll continue with the rest so the first one here is i'm going to read them in order first one is we live in a field of intelligent energy that bathes the universe and connects all things number two is everything in the universe is connected to everything else. Number three is in order to make change, we have to see ourselves as part of the world rather than separate. Just a point as I read these, remember these are all connected to your creation energy. So feel these words as I speak them. Number four is once something is physically joined, it's always connected. Number five, the act of observation is an act of creation onto itself. Number six, we have all the power we need to create all the change we choose. Number seven, the focus of our feelings and our beliefs about our feelings become the reality of our world. And number eight, to simply say that we choose our new reality isn't enough. So with that, Go back and listen to episode one if you want a breakdown of those first eight. We're going to go straight in now to number nine. 
And number nine is feel as if your goal is already accomplished, your prayer already answered, your wish already fulfilled. So as you can already acknowledge and observe, this starts us off in a really beautiful place. What this is saying in many ways is that if you're wanting to create something, manifest something, connect to an aspect of your abundance, you need to be the thing that you want to see. You need to be the love you want to see in the world. You want to be the love you want to see in another person. You want to be the abundance you want to create in a physical manifestation. Right? This shows the power of the feeling capacity that we are. You need to feel this manifestation, this prayer, this wish. Feel it where? Through your heart. <laughs> through your cosmic heart space. Through that antenna of love that you are. We don't want to think about it. We can start by thinking about it, but what is going to manifest it? What's going to accomplish it? What's going to answer it? What's going to have that wish fulfilled is the feeling through the heart portal. We then, with this feeling, make a choice. Like I said in the last tip number eight, right, was to, it's not enough to just purely feel we need to embody. So from this feeling now, you then step forward, chase it, take a step forward with that feeling of the of the accomplishment already fulfilled, the prayer already answered. And I'll give a very quick example of this. I One of my manifestations at the moment that I am using my creation energy to connect into is uh, I'm writing a book. And in the process of writing this book, I am applying a lot of these tools. And how I apply this specific key here is when I'm thinking about the people that the book will impact or the groups that the reading of the book will help change and heal, I can already feel that now. right? In the writing of the words, I can hold the feeling in my heart of how these words will already impact the people that I am channeling the book towards. So just in the writing of it, I can have that feeling in my heart. So you can see how you can apply this to your manifestations. Another example would be if you're looking for a certain relationship, connecting into creating and manifesting a relationship. If you want a particular partner that has a particular trait, you can feel that trait within you. So a good start here. Key number 10, the feelings that create that the feelings that create intentionally must be ju without judgment and ego. The feelings that we use to create intentionally must be without judgment and ego. This is a very important one. What is this saying? What this is saying is we must have no expectation or attachment to the things we're wanting to manifest and create. So let's go back to the exact example that I just gave of me writing the book and feeling the people it'll impact. In that same feeling, I must not attach my worth 
and have an expectation that that will come to pass in the exact way that I'm envisioning. I can feel it. I can embody it. But as soon as my ego attaches to it and attaches my sense of worth, my sense of value to that, now we lose the magic. So this really key here is highlighting the necessity to release all expectation, all attachment. Because what is attachment expectation? It's a longing for something we don't have. And everything we've discussed in this part and the previous part is saying that's not true. It's all inside of us already. So the act of expectation and attachment in itself is implying that we don't have the thing. What I would also throw in here is that this, and I've spoken about this before, maybe you've heard me speak about it, and I'm going to bring it into this piece, is the difference between an intention and an expectation. An expectation, like we're highlighting here, is I'm going to do A plus B, and A plus B is going to equal C. And if it doesn't equal C, I've failed. If it doesn't equal C, the thing hasn't, I'm less than. I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, etc. And intention is A plus B equals X. What I mean by that is, I'll give an example. An intention would be, uh, again, I'll just keep using my example of the book. I write the book, have the intention of the feeling that it will reach certain people, certain groups in a certain way. But the intention that I set would be along the lines of, it will reach these people with this feeling, but how that unfolds and how that shapes and how that moves through them and me, I will be open to the unraveling of that. Do you see the difference here? Another example. Let's use a very practical one. Let's say you're looking to go into meditation and you're looking to connect to your inner child. An expectation would be, I'm going to sit down, close my eyes. I'm going to open up my meditation and my inner child's going to appear to me in a vision. And that's how I'm going to connect. That's an expectation. Intention is I'm going to sit down in meditation with the intention of connecting to my inner child. But how that inner child appears to me, moves through me, talks to me, doesn't talk to me, will be for the highest good. You're noticing the difference. One is closed, one is open. This is what we must apply to our manifestations and creations. Ask yourself within this point, why are you manifesting? This could be a very easy way to track this down. Are you manifesting something because it's going to boost your ego status? It's going to make you feel worthy. It's going to make you feel like you're enough. And those are all trick questions, right? Because you're already enough. You're already worthy. This, that's all ego. Or are you manifesting because it's going to expand your frequency of love? Are you manifesting because it's going to express your love frequency to a higher potential? It's going to connect you deeper into yourself. It's going to connect you deeper into other people in the world. That's a way we can check. This really adds in the perspective that we want to break free of the small self, which is the ego, and in our manifestation and creation and abundance energy, connecting to the big self, 
that's inside of us, the oneness, the divinity, the God, the love energy that is us. That's the space and place we want to create from with intentionality. With intentionality. So I hope that resonates and hits your heart. Key number three, a uh, key number 11 here, three in this order. <laughs> key number 11 is we must become in our lives what we choose to experience in the world. We must become in our lives what we choose to experience in our world. So this flows on beautifully. Put simply from my lens, we must be what we want. Must be what we want. If I'm looking to manifest a partner that forgives me or has deep love for me or holds deep sexual attraction towards me, these are just examples, then we must be that for ourselves. We must be that now to attract from that place. So if you want peace, if you want peace of mind from a partner, if you want peace of mind in a friend, if you want peace of mind in the world at large, be that peace of mind now. If you want to connect to financial abundance energy, then be that abundance energy now. Connect into it now. It was never not you. You are the abundance. So attract from that place and have the external world, which we'll get to later, but is a mirror of you, reflect it back to you from the place that you are embodying. So this one is, is a little bit more simple, but also very impactful and easy to forget. Key number 12, we are not limited by the laws of physics and biology as we know them today. We are not limited by the laws of physics and biology as we know them today. This is, we've been alluding to this throughout these two parts, but this really hits at home and points out a few different things here. Firstly, that there is no one of the Non, uh, one of the normal laws of physics is that there is a we are in linear time, past, present, and future. But that is not what we're dealing with in this conversation. Your past and your future exist in your cosmic heart. They exist in this space of heart and love inside of you. They exist together. And I'm sure all of you have experienced this to a degree. The deeper you go into your spiritual, mystical nature, through that heart space, the more that time folds in on itself. And everything is in the eternal now. Examples of this, if you've listened to the show to any amount of time or you're new to this, to this uh, show today and this is your first episode, I would ask you to look at inner child healing and ancestral healing. That will show you very quickly that the future and the past are right now here in this present. When we connect to our inner child, that was eight, seven, six, five, four. She's as real. He is as real as they were at that moment in time. There's real now in this present. When you start to do ancestral healing, connect to your guides, connect to your ancestral line, feel the parts of your mom or your dad that are still 
waiting to be released inside of you. You feel them in as present as if they are here right now because they are here right now. Another example of this non sort of breaking free of the normal understanding of physics and biology is your dream space, your dreamscape. I would ask you, what happens in your dreams? How do you feel in your dreams? Who do you inter interact with in your dreams? What memories do you have in your dreams? Do they feel like they're happening now? Do they feel as if no time has passed at all? These are all trick questions. Because it is in the dream space we can start to see that the laws of physics and biology as we know them, we're not limited by them. And in many ways, the dreamscape, in my opinion, my experience, is actually more of the real reality than what we're in right now. Many of us are, are asleep and within the matrix of all things. Then when we go into our dreamscape, we're actually awake for the first time. One of my favorite references and quotes about the dreamscape is the only difference between the waking reality and the dreamscape is that in the dreamscape, we don't doubt ourselves. It could not be more true, and it connects to this point of creation and manifestation. So what must we do? What can we do to acknowledge that those laws of physics and biology, they also don't exist in the waking state? Another example here is when you start to connect into your cosmic heart, what do you start to connect into? You start to connect into your divinity, your oneness, your power. That oneness, that divinity, that godliness that's inside of you knows no time and space, knows no distance, knows no individual biology. What it works on is the allness, <laughs> the eternal power that is inside of you and each and every one of us. So that's another example of really when we start to connect into the heart, through this lens today of creation, energy, abundance, and manifesting, there is no time, there is no space, there is no laws of physics and biology that restrict you. And if they are restricting you, there is a choice that you are making, either consciously or unconsciously. So, dear soul, make a different one. Next up here, key number 13. We are holographic beings in a holographic universe. We are holographic beings in a holographic universe. The way I'm going to explain this is actually the example that Mr. Greg Braden gave in his book that I think was really powerful and it resonated with me deeply. To explain what I mean by holographic here is imagine one of those holographic cards maybe you had as a child that that you held it up to the sun and had that image based off the angle that it was shown. And if you cut one of the corners off that holographic card, what would happen? Well, in that same little piece of the bigger card, you would see the rest of the card in a small piece. And this is really what it means to be a holographic being in a holographic universe. We are the microcosm of the macrocosm. We are 
everything inside of us is an expression of the all. As within, so without is another way of describing this. We all have the power inside of us to be all that we need to be. Being all expressions of the one source, being all beautiful cosmic love antennas with love frequency moving through us. We are, we are not just all connected, but we all have the potential to connect to this abundance and creation energy and manifest all of our desires. This is so important to understand. Another example of this is this is why we start to see as we're born, as the age, as the ages progress, each human that is born has the collective consciousness inside of them. Right? A child that's born now versus a child that's born 50, 60 years ago is gonna start off with an already accumulated consensus of understanding and knowledge because there's no because we keep growing together we're all connected together so when you're manifesting and creating connecting into your abundance it's very important to realize this i think one of the best examples to help you apply this practice and this is something that i've move through personally that's been a game changer for me is in the act of envy for someone else that has a certain amount of abundance in any way whether it's relationship whether it's financial gain whether it's a business whether it's whatever the abundance element is when we're envious in that moment of them what we're also saying from this lens that we're talking about today is I don't deserve that. When we're envious for what they are tuning into, we're also denying our own potentiality because their potentiality is also inside of us through this holographic universe that we exist in. So a way that we can flip this, every time that you are on Instagram, every time you're on Facebook, every time you're in your, in your physical reality, and you notice yourself getting envious for someone else's creation energy, for someone else's manifestations and abundance, get excited, love on them, celebrate them, because that has an extra bonus. What that now is doing is you are celebrating the potentiality that's also inside of you. If they can do that, you can do it also. If they, through their own unique expression, have been able to connect into their creation energy, and manifest their dreams and desires, you also have that same potentiality. So every time that you catch yourself being envious for some person, place, or thing, flip it and use the tool and celebrate because in the act of celebration for them, you're also celebrating you and that celebration attracts. Right? That celebration is a prayer onto itself. Right, that gratitude is a frequency that brings in. He number 14, yeah, second last one, is the instant you create your prayer, it is already at its destination. The instant you create your prayer, it is already at its destination. So this, again, flows on wonderfully from 
a few of the points we've already hit on, but now sort of just takes this home and really helps you to understand again the non-linear reality that we that we live in. No space and time, right? The the moment that you have the thought of the thing that you want to manifest, it already exists. It's just a matter of meeting it and fully attracting it into your reality. The moment I have the thought, going back to my example before of creating the book, connecting to the souls that need to read it and and are shifted and changed by it, the fact that I have the thought means that that reality already exists. So now it's just a matter of staying in that frequency, being that prayer, being that manifestation, and realizing that that reality has already happened inside of me. So it's a matter of now just aligning fully with it and seeing the mirror of it in the external world and releasing, going back to one of the other keys, releasing all expectation, all ego attachment to that. Am I writing the book just to feel better about myself? Am I getting that book out there because it's going to give me a sense of affirmation and validation? Or am I doing it for love? Am I doing it to connect? Am I doing it to heal? Am I doing it to expand? Right, very different. This is connecting a couple of the points together now. You can see how this all exists. Another element here around this point, this applies to when we're trying to manifest other people. The instant you create your prayer, it already exists at a destination. So the instant that you are trying to manifest and desire a relationship. The feeling that you have means that a partner exists. But again, we need to test this. We need to release all attachment to it. If you're also trying to help someone, if you're trying to manifest healing powers to help someone heal on the other side of the world, when you drop into meditation and maybe you're creating some compassion, some healing energy to help them move through what they're moving through. The moment that you feel and create that prayer internally, it is already with them across. It doesn't matter how far they are away. If you're looking to create, let's use the example, let's say we have a loved one that's moving through a sickness. You know, COVID might be an example depression, loneliness, all these things that have been so big in our collective consciousness over the last couple of years, the moment that you go inside and create that prayer, create that feeling, it's already with them. So I hope this point here is resonating and I hope this really shows you the power of this, shows you the reality in which you actually exist in. The last key here today, wrapping all of these up, is the world is a mirror of what is within. The world is a mirror of what is within. And this is really the culmination of everything we've been talking about. 
hopefully I would encourage you to understand all of these points. But if you just understand one, if you take away one, <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> this is the one that's going to shift a lot of pieces of your reality. It's not just, I would add to this, it's not just a mirror, it's an honest mirror. Because sometimes we don't want to see the reflection. The example that comes to mind is the inner child example that I've given a lot throughout previous episodes. The example is if we're noticing that in our external relationships, adult relationships, we keep having partners that reject us and abandon us, is the problem with them or do we have an unhealed inner child rejection or abandonment wound that is continuing to reflect into the outside world to get our attention so we can heal it. That mirror reflection is uncomfortable, but it's an honest one. And this honest mirror applies to all. It also applies to where you're at with your creation, energy, and abundance. If you keep, if you keep running into roadblocks, if you keep, for example, Let's say you're not attracting clients into your business or you you keep losing money or you are unable to invest or unable to save. These are all reflections that can show us what needs to be seen. Show us the extent in which we are connecting to the abundant energy that we are. Another example of this mirror is in our physical body. I would actually assert that your physical layer of your holistic being is an external space this mirror can show up. The physical layer and the physical body is the last place a mental and emotional and spiritual challenge will show up in your world. So how is this mirror, again, showing the reality in which you're connected into your internal space of creation, abundance, and manifestation? I think the, the famous example that most people can relate to is that chronic lower back pain. That lower back pain that is a disconnection from that sacral creation energy, that sacral abundance energy. Another example of this mirror would be in your business, in your business, in your clients, in your the people that you're interacting and exchanging goods with. These will always show you the mirror of the balance you've able to obtain through this creation energy, through this manifestation energy. And we can simply move into this by asking the honest questions. Right? We can simply move into all of this by being willing and open to go within. Most of us aren't doing this because we're afraid to ask the questions. We're afraid to surrender into the fear. We're afraid to surrender into the pain. And if this is you, I'm right here with you. Right? This is no, there's no judgment here. But there is an honest reflection. Brings up my, one of my favorite quotes that I share all the time. Is the cave that you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. And that is from the famous Joseph Campbell. And it really highlights this. The mirror can show us that cave. It can show us both the cave and if we're open to it, the treasure that lies within it. So be brave, be courageous, 
hold that love to go within. Another way of explaining this beautiful mirror that helps us see and manifest and create and connect into our abundance is using something I call the love boomerang. So for example, if we're noticing that our lack of creation energy or lack of abundance is showing up in our relationships, then we can use the love boomerang. And what the love boomerang states is that the extent in which we throw love out is the extent in which that love will come back. And it also applies to if we're not getting what we want in our external relationships. So let's say that we are in our current external relationships, we're trying to manifest, we're trying to manifest a peace of mind, we're trying to manifest compassion, we're trying to manifest deeper intimacy, and we're not getting that in our in our partner, in our relationships, then we throw the love boomerang out. It's not not, we're not getting any results. So then what do we do? Well, we take that love boomerang back into our hearts and provide that answer to ourselves. If we want intimacy in our external relationships, then we must be that intimacy for ourselves. As we've talked about in previous points, right? feel as if your goal is already accomplished. Right? We must become in our lives what we choose to experience in our world. It's the same thing. The mirror will show us these. So use that love boomerang, be, meet the need, be the answer, and then watch the reflection show that. This is powerful stuff. <laughs> and it's really game-changing in a lot of ways. If we can implement these, your world will change because you become the world. <laughs> you become the place in which the world is manifested from. And connecting to the holographic piece, when you do this, right? And this is another point here that I just I'll make here, is the extent in which an individual shows up in their full creation, abundance, and manifestation energy is also impacts us. So by you, beautiful listener of this podcast, by you taking all these laws and implementing them, you're also doing that for us. That's also why we are pulled to people that are in this energy because not just because we want it, but also at a very deep level, we know we are it. See the difference there? Not that we want it, but that we are it and we're being pulled to it because we want to manifest more of our I-ness, more of our is-ness, more of our beingness. All right, so that's all 15 keys. I'd encourage you again, if you didn't listen to part one, go back to listen to part one so you get them all in order. But I hope this inspires you today. And I'm going to challenge you here with something, as I always do here with these episodes, is don't just listen to these words. (laughs) I have tried to explain throughout these two parts that we must embody, we must embody these keys as, as rule number eight implies to simply say that we choose our new reality. It isn't enough. So to simply listen to these words and maybe you've felt something shift, that's beautiful, but that isn't enough. 
you need to take inspired action. You need to take inspired action on the thing you wish to create. If you're wanting to create your some health, what is the inspired action that's come up today? If you're wanting to create a new relationship, what is the inspired action that's come up today? If you're wanting to create more financial abundance, what is the inspired action that you can embody? Remember that this is a divine feminine game as much as it is a divine masculine game. So you must balance these two energies. Love to hear your thoughts, any questions, any extra comments on this beautiful episode. You can leave them in reviews, in feedback on Apple and Spotify. You can also, I'd encourage people that are not part of the Facebook group, the Cosmic Love Antenna Facebook group. I'm doing a watch parties and and events at the time of these episodes released just to build more awareness and conversation around it so join the cosmic love antenna facebook group and become a part of this community where you can be guided more deeply around these beautiful discussions and conversations again if you're looking to take this journey a bit deeper if a part of your inspired action today is having help with this being guided by this attaching this to your unique situation that is is what my calling is in in this world as a spiritual love mentor and coach and intuitive my role is to walk you back home to that heart space so reach out and let's have a conversation but as always beautiful listeners beautiful souls out there in the podcast universe i love you unconditionally I wish you a wonderful evening, morning, and night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll see you next time here on the show. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow Harrison on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Harrison Ma. That's Harrison, M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's his dad? No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. Touchdown! On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.